This is an Area Code podcast. We have to stay inside. Cable is way too high. It's cheap to look at wretched books. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Hood Novel Book Club. We are uh, still reading Pregnant by My Best Friend's Husband, um, a book that is the blueprint for Ayana Fix My Life, the book that is definitely what not to do when married. Uh, yeah, I don't. Hmm. So let's see where we left off, you guys. We left off in chapter uh, 13. So one of the last things that happened was yet another fight. Yeah, so one of the th- the last things that happened was, of course, they were arguing. Um, they were arguing back and forth. And then Portia punched Michael in the oh, face. She just, she just fucked um, Devin, I believe. And then they had some shit. And then... Oh yeah, the police had come and then they they got in a fight and then she punched Devin in the fa- or Michael in the face. And that's pretty much it. You guys, this is might be one of the most exhausting books I've ever read in my entire life. Exhausting. And I'm already exhausted thanks to COVID. All right, COVID shots. So, this is honestly hands down one of the most frustrating books I've ever read because I don't know what's happening yeah yeah I know what's happening just some tomfoolery that is what is happening you like, remember did you guys see uh sorry to bother you with Lakeith uh Stanfield yes. a couple years ago so you remember that part where they're at the um he went to the to, to the white people's house and there's nothing but white people and then the white people go rap you can rap can you rap for us <laughs> They start saying that for him. And he's like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't really rap. And basically they force him to rap. And so he starts freestyling. They don't like it. It's boring, right? And so they, so he gets embarrassed. And what he does is basically what this book is. He just starts saying, nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga, nigga, nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga, nigga, nigga shit. And the crowd lost their mind. This is what this book is. Crystal renamed this book, nigga shit, part one and two. Period. Yeah. Yeah, period poop. Period. Like, <laughs> it's just, it makes no sense. I just so want to know. After, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was just wondering what happened straight after they, um, they the cops come over and then is that when we find out that um, Portia and Devin are, are, are messing around? exactly yeah yeah they start a little bit more so what have happened just before remember um he knocked his feet off the table talking about why yeah. are you in my house then they got in the fight and then michael pulled a gun 
on his guest in his home and then <laughs> uh Devin rushed a man with a gun to grab the gun <laughs> like this is fucking Chicago but we both reached for the gun like what musical is this and then yeah then the police came and then they get into a fight so Devin and Kiana get into a fight immediately because basically the men in this book honestly everybody in this book is toxic every single human being introduced in this book except for nurse lucinda towards the <laughs> end are toxic as fuck um kiana gets upset because why would you rush a man with a gun and then devin gets upset that his wife is upset because he almost got killed <laughs> Oh, but they played it cool when the cops got there. I thought that was really strange. Yeah, they did play it real cool when the cops got there. And they keep doing this thing where they just leave. They're like, okay, well, I'm having a bad day, so I'm just going to leave your house. And it's usually Kiana. She packs up the kid and leaves, and she's just driving around the city. Like, she's always like, I don't know where I'm at. And they keep making it seem like Memphis is the murder capital of the world. The way that they talk. (laughs) <laughs> Has anyone been to Memphis? Like, I, I can't imagine it's bad. Like, I just can't. Well, actually, to be quite honest, I've been to Memphis once, and they said, you know, it, it's, it is kind of bad there. It is Really? It's not, it's not like New Orleans bad, but they do have, you know, crime rates, and they like to complain about it, according to the Uber drivers. So. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. I guess. I still can't imagine it's so bad that they having these damn heart attacks. She acting like she can't turn on GPS and go to a hotel. Like, I just don't understand any of this. So what I really wanted to get into, more so than the book, because I'm going to be honest, around chapter 17, I completely lost all idea of what was happening in this book. Oh, fair enough. But <laughs> All of I remember- it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, so what's her face leaves, and so does Michael. They leave the house. Mm-hmm. so we got Devin and Portia by themselves in the house at this point yeah and then they they, they like do nasty things right so after the police come and they're having these arguments either separately as couples or just as friends or whatever um Portia kicks Devin out he leaves um and then kiana she's already left to go drive around memphis with a child in the car and (laughs) during this time the two of them being portia and michael fuck because why not let's not clean up the house and fix shit or (laughs) make sure the baby's fine or i don't fucking know just get a hotel room let's just fuck in the house with all I the guess, doors open. I guess the and, fighting got them hot and bothered, you know? Some people get off on that type of stuff. This, so, <laughs> in chapter 14, that's when we had the sex, right? And I did highlight some a couple things because I don't know about y'all. Like, when I watch stuff or when I read stuff, sometimes my eye just goes to something completely different that I know we're not supposed to be paying attention to. <laughs> like, if we're watching a movie and there's a scene where people are out on the beach, but it's, like, clearly fall, my thought is, isn't, oh, that was a nice scene. My thought was, why did they film this outside? You know, they could need some jackets or something. This is not safe. So that's what I'm always reading, right? <laughs> so when they leave, we have this exchange where I was just like, the fuck is going on? All right. So let's see. 
Um, I want to address the fact that yeah, what's his name? Dev, not not um, Michael. Kiana's man. Uh, Kiana's yeah. man is Devin. He's everybody man, right? But um, I'm sorry. The fact that um, Devin kind of alluded to the fact that he wants both of them, right? Like he wants them all to be like one big happy. Which is kind of what I was getting to. Yeah, so he leaves. He okay. alludes to the fact that like okay. maybe we can all just be this giant happy polyamorous family. Yeah. Which where did any of that shit come from? <laughs> Nowhere. Like I feel like most of the things presented in this book, Crystal, come from left field, and I'm like, where? Yeah. Did, when? Who even brought this up? Right. So they getting ready to have sex. Remember, she had broke the glass. She had threw something at the mirror and there was glass all over the bedroom floor. And amongst the glass, she drops to her knees. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, who gonna clean this shit up? You got them knees of still. Who <laughs> gonna clean this shit up? But they have this argument right before she drops to her knees about this baby. Now, this is what I wanted to discuss. The baby's name, so the baby, for everyone listening, belongs to Kiana and Devin. Devin never wanted the child. We've said this a billion times. Mm-hmm. We even get texts. And then at some point, we start getting texts from like his side chick or whatever. Who, mm-hmm. That only happened once and we never hear from her again, which what was the point of bringing her up if that was the case? But every single person in this book refers to that baby as an ape. Right. Did anyone else pick up on this? No one at any point was like, oh, my baby, yeah. Even calls a boy by his name, except for Kiana. Everyone refers to that baby as the seed, which fucking hate that, the seed that Devin never wanted, and it looks like an ape. I I took it where where, um, the author, she got some serious um, self-hate issues and like we were talking about colorism oh, yes. last time. Yeah. As I read the book, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, she has a problem. At first, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just writing and she's being creative and just trying to base things off of, you know, real life situations. But that was too much. Yeah, she she took it too far. She it, she took it too far. It's I I. I want to say I can get it in this is in sense that we're really trying to drive home the fact that he never wanted that child. But then it's every he doesn't even refer to the baby as an ape. Is everyone else, everyone else? So they have this argument, right? And we learned that Portia had an abortion, had uh, was pregnant by Devin, and then had an abortion because Devin said that he didn't want kids. Which yep, this pisses her off as well. Um, and she's like, you know, I'm in love with you. You could have had a baby, blah, blah, blah. And then I feel like 25 minutes later, cause this book don't only take place over three days. So 25 <laughs> minutes later, they having this argument and she's, she flat out says that the kid don't even look like you. What issues do you, th- you said, you think that this is crystal, like this is crystal kind of putting some therapy into words what issues do you think she might be having because this is a little deeper this feels a little more personal than a book (laughs) (laughs) it's deeper than the book (laughs) it feels a little deeper than a book like ayana needs these characters she's to fix these characters and maybe in the office yeah 
I honestly legit feel like most of these events are random things that has happened in her life and she decided to put them all in like a book together. That's to be like so discombobulated and mm-hmm. like random. She was just like, well, this happened that way. This sounds good in the book. Let me put it on in. Because like most of it, like for example, you want to know like why, like for example, what was the reason for us knowing that everyone is going to call this kid an ape? Like an what ape. exactly does that do for any of us? Absolutely nothing. She, I think she just put it in there because someone has referred to her baby or she's referred to as apes in the past. And so yeah. we we'll called her an ape in the past. Because honestly, yeah. the whole baby thing can be cut out of this whole book. Like the baby yeah. truly serves no purpose in any way, shape or form in this book. Like she could have still had this abortion conversation without ever bringing up, bringing in an actual baby. baby there was just right. no point of it. So- yeah, Rachel, the reason for the baby is so they had to all stay in the same house, right? And you can't possibly stay in a hotel with a, a baby. It's just so hard. It's, it's just a- physically <laughs> impossible. <laughs> it's, so- it's just physically impossible. It makes no sense. And I feel bad for this child because let's just be real. Neither one of the parents give a fuck about the baby. No, no. it seems like no one gives two shits about this kid. No. They they yeah, snatch they it around, it. they just pick it up and take it places and snatch it around like it's a phone. It's like there. it's just it just it made me sad. I'm not gonna lie. What else <laughs> made me sad is Portia's relationship with Devin. Yeah. So same even within all this, right? They have this whole knockdown drag out argument about why um after after the gun went off and all this other stuff and uh, Portia is constantly confessing her love to Devin and it's weird because Devin will be like I care about you too and then in the next sentence (laughs) he'll say some shit like fuck off you a hoe I don't give a fuck about you it's it's hurtful I need I need to ask a whole if this is how guys like talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm like, this realistic, but then I'm like, I don't know, because you know, nobody's stupid enough to talk like that to me. So I would have to ask someone who Yeah, you have to be a whole know. lot of crazy to think that you can yeah. talk to me any sort of way. Exactly, right? And it's so, weird because she does not take anything from Michael at all. Like you can no. But she left Devin. What is that about Devin? Because Devin doesn't seem too much more alpha than Michael. Like, what is it about Devin that he can talk to her any old way and she just takes all of it? It's the mohawk. It's the mohawk. (laughs) (laughs) It's the curly hair and the mohawk on a 40-year-old man. That's what's doing it. And them 10 inches. Them 10 inches of dick. Yeah, he's got two more inches. Yeah. It's so odd. So in this conversation, um, when she questions like is this even your son he responds by saying i because i branded that pussy kiana isn't a hoe she would never cheat on me devin fuss and then he was so furious that portia would even try to give uh, him an idea that kiana would step out on him they both were fully aware of the type of person that kiana was and a cheater was out of her character she's not a hoe but i am and then he says it's supposed to say if the shoe fits but she wrote show if the shoe fits and they have this whole, she physically attacks him. He, he calls her a hoe. 
And then she full blown windmill punch goes after a grown ass man. He tells her to stop three times and then he hits the shit out of her. Question. When someone is hitting the shit out of you, at what point are you of the camp that men cannot hit women period point blank ever, no matter what? Or if she's trying to jump him and he's like, back away, get away, back away. And then he slaps her. Is he wrong or is she wrong? I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> Can we just agree that both of them are trash and move on? <laughs> like, They're both garbage. They are both. both. But she, she does initiate the fights. I will say that. Like, yeah. he's quick to fight for, like you said, grown men. Like, right. and I don't know. I don't know. I'll just say they have to defend themselves because she's not doing no average, you know, pushing or, you know, shoving. Yeah, like little love from someone. Like she's, she's taking it to the next level. You know? Right. And so, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I feel like if you got a warning that many times to back up, stop hitting me, leave me alone, stop. After that, he hit her once and then that stopped her. So luckily he didn't like beat, beat her ass down. But at this point, I'm kind of like, baby, that's on you. I don't, I can't, I can't feel bad for you. If you started it like that, I just, what do you think was going to happen? If you keep poking a bear, you think the bear is just going to be like, all right, <laughs> let me go get my picnic. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. But it's this fight that leads to the most awkward sex exchange, I think, in this entire book. This made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I did immediately stop reading after I finished. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I think actually this is the point where I was like, uh, no, I, I can't fully be here anymore. So they hit, he hits her back. She gets upset acting like, I can't believe you hit me, which yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. All right. And then she starts to hit him again. And this is when it turns into this weird movie, which I don't like it when I see it in movies. I don't like it now. She starts hitting him and he uses his man strength to basically hug her into submission and then kiss her into submission. So she's struggling like, nah, get away from me. And he's just like, nah, bitch, I'm gonna kiss you until you calm the fuck down. And somehow that works. Yeah. Toxicity. Word of the day. <laughs> this is the most crazy fucking shit I've ever read. Let me read this passage to y'all because yes, yes, Crystal, what is wrong with you? It says, Devin placed his uh, lips on top of hers and kissed her with so much passion while his hands roamed up and down her back. She tried to pull away from him, but he wouldn't let her. Instead, he put his hands on top of her head and guided her down to her knees. She glanced up at him with eyes of innocence, but he knew that her innocence had long been gone. He stared into her eyes and undid his pants at the same time with his dick out he continued looking at her until she until she willingly opened her mouth. Yeah. 
So he struggled, pushed her down to her <laughs> knees and just kept, I guess, slapping his dick in her face until she opened her mouth again. Does this not that right? sound right? This don't sound right. It this is not sexy. Right. This don't sound cute. This don't sound romantic. This don't sound like shit, but sexual assault and rape. Yeah. Domestic violence, sexual assault, verbal, mental, everything, all of that abuse, all in one. Meanwhile, there's glass still on the floor. Nobody's cleaning <laughs> it up. She's just on her knees. And my notes, I literally just wrote in capital letters, what the fuck just happened? They start fucking. He says, let me get in that pussy. Bend that ass yeah, over the bed. And then he said, nah, fuck that. Let me taste that cat. And then they start fucking right there. Front door still open. People can still walk in the house. So weird. Have you guys ever been so mad that you decided that the only way for me to get over my anger is to fuck this person? On a broken mirror. You mean like makeup? Mm, this is a little bit more to makeup but yes not nowhere near that situation I'll tell you that (laughs) like normal (laughs) no (laughs) that's great I couldn't I don't it's weird because in like other shows like there's been moments in these books where it's just basically hate fucking it's just straight up hate fucking and I've had some other co-hosts being like, ah, Rachel, you ain't never just did that. And I'm like, I don't understand. I can't see if I'm blind with anger, then just being like, you know what? Let me just suck his dick so we can get no. this over with. No, uh, yeah. no. Nah, you're trying to kill somebody one minute and then the next minute. Nah, no, that's, that's weird. That's odd. That's so unhealthy, Crystal. I don't Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me wonder, what is your relationship like with other people? If this is all, because listen, you guys, this whole book is them yelling, hitting each other, smacking the fuck out of each other, yeah, getting in physical fights, gunshots, and then turning around and fucking. Yeah. This entire over and over book and over and over and over is again. one note. And none of those notes are plot. <laughs> <laughs> But this I'm is what you, really I'm gonna get to part two. I'm gonna tell you if I ever find it. Mm, <laughs> this is what right really fucked me up. There is free. What really oh, fucked God. me up more than anything after after this weird hate fuck and and all of this shit. Uh, he comes inside of her is what this information that we don't need. Um, or no, he starts to. This is this is. Remember earlier, I was just like, I can't believe he did this. So. <laughs> They're doing that back at it. She says, uh, or he says, you about to make a nigga come, he commented. He looked up at the shattered mirror. He could see a smile appear on Portia's face. He knew she thought she was going to, she knew, he knew she thought he was going to come inside of her, but he was about to show her otherwise. He wasn't about to have a baby with her and wasn't about to risk uh, putting himself in another situation where they had a close call. As soon as his nuts started to spill out, he pushed away from her and caught it in his hand. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? He heard her say, but he didn't pay her no attention. Devin stood up from the bed and looked back at Portia. He told her, and I was just like, this is the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen. Handle your your hygiene while I go clean myself up. I got to find my wife. That is 
Now you now you want to find your wife? She says, I know damn well uh, you're not about to go looking for that bitch after the moment we just shared. You didn't share a moment. You shared a sexual assault. That's not a moment. Okay? Devin looked Portia... Uh, Devin grabbed Portia around the throat. Said, look me in my eyes, he told her. She tried her best to turn away from him, but his, his uh, grip only tightened. You are only some bitch that I'm fucking... You will not now nor ever be anywhere, anything more than that to me. If you disrespect my wife again, I will kill you. You understand that, Devin asked? And Portia nod. Nah, open your mouth and answer me. He said, now go clean yourself up. You smell fishy. Wow. He equipped. Devin wiped the cum that was in his hand across Portia's face before he dropped her to the floor. She's in love with him. Well, she met her match. I feel like Devin and Portia are two and the same. You think so? I think they're equally crazy, equally toxic. Equally abusive. Well, yeah, I'll agree that they are abusive for sure. But this is the thing that really trips me out is anytime Devin or Michael, or honestly, any of them, anytime any of them feel like they're being questioned. The question could be, how are you? They immediately start fighting. They immediately jump to nigga, who the fuck you talking to? And da 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 and bitch, and I'll kill your ass. And the men always and the men always was their first reaction is physical violence. The very first reaction is physical violence. Did y'all notice that? Well, yeah. No one ever tries to de-escalate. Yeah, you're right. There are no de-escalators. There are no characters that kind of sit back and think rational before making decisions. Everybody just kind of do things based off of their emotions. Yeah, like even Kiana, she might be able to contain it a little bit longer. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's it's, it's, it's like comparing like, oh, it's five seconds as opposed to three. Like they both, everyone goes too far too quickly. Zero to one hundred, yeah, real quick. <laughs> so as we keep reading along, you guys, we find I think this is where Crystal was trying to insert a plot. Um, other than the fact that the name of the book is "Pregnant by My Best Friend's Husband," I feel like she tries to add in a plot after the fight right so after the fight he goes and gets drunk at a bar which also what time is it what time i have no sense of time anymore i just know that this takes place in with within three days like whatever but he uh michael goes to a bar and gets drunk specifically he goes to coyote ugly because i guess crystal also writes commercials uh you need to know that but he goes to a bar he gets super drunk and while he's there, he gets um, pulled away by an FBI agent named Agent Caldwell. And the agent's like, hey, I know what you've been up to. We've been watching you. Either you help us or you go to jail. He drops, I don't know, something, a puff of smoke appears, and then he disappears. And we never we <laughs> see him again. Was he pulled into a bathroom stall? Is that what happened? Or I'm just imagining that. 
Yeah, so he was pulled into a bathroom stall by Agent Caldwell. And this was my a question I had wrote down. I was like, I wonder if Agent Caldwell is black or white. Judging, yeah, uh, judging how racist that statement might have been, um, at what point do you ask for some identification? Um, anyone can just say that they're FBI agents. So yeah, what happens is he's drunk at the bar. The security tries to like pull him out. And while he's doing this, this mysterious man uh, grabs him by the arm, throws him in the bathroom, locks the door, and then tells him everything that's going on. But <laughs> he starts it. He starts his conversation with, now you don't know me, but I know you. I'm federal agent Caldwell. I work for the FBI. I've been watching you for some time now. And I really have all the information I need to throw your black ass under the jail. That's why I was like, is this a black man? Is this a white person? What's going on? <laughs> and then also, if you have all the information that you need, why do you need him? That's never explained. Oh, because, well, the feds, they kind of, well, not that I have any experience. <laughs> <laughs> Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. But um, it's better to have a witness. I'll just say that. Yeah, true. I, I mean, yeah. But he just pulls him into the bathroom. At no point does Michael ask for some identification. He just believes him. Which I'm. If someone was like, "I'm with the FBI," I'm gonna be like, "Prove it. Do something. <laughs> Call the ghost of J. Edgar but, Hoover. Do something." He knows he's doing dirt. You know. Right. He's he definitely knows. guilty conscience. Uh, yeah. Him. But he never really says what he wants. He just says, we've been watching you and we might need your help. I'll call you later and leaves. It didn't clear, like, I feel like she left a lot of details out and then Ex added a bunch of unnecessary details. It was like things that she could have left out. Right. Were things like what? <laughs> like I, we were left with kind of more um, questions like a whole paragraph about how long it took the uber to show up and him yeah. pulling like his phone like i didn't need that but i definitely need to know what the fbi investigation is exactly. like what is the investigation because they never say we're investigating you for money laundering we're investigating you for racketeering we're yeah. like none of it it's just hey i work for the yeah. fbi and i'll call you later yeah it, it felt like what's we know what you did last summer and that's it it was just right <laughs> it was like but that. you can't threaten me with you don't even know what you threatened me with like get out of here i'm not doing shit no um i think we also michael learned that michael is broke huh oh yeah, oh, yeah. Said, we also learned at this point that michael is broke yeah um and this tripped me out because I, I, I'm not married, right? It, but I do plan on having my own bank account and we can have the ones that we share. You have your own. Cool. How does Portia not know that their shared bank account? He said, oh, he was checking it to see it was supposed to have a couple million dollars in it, but it only had a little over 200,000. How does she not know that? Because Latoya, are you married? somewhat no i'm playing yeah i'm married <laughs> so and do you have like i'm not saying you are you fully in control of the finances but you have an idea of what's going on within your own bank accounts right first of all even if you don't have okay you you don't have access to the bank account there are going to be clues you're going to be like you good like why you bought the off-brand butter everything okay you know what i'm saying like exactly is this like color purple where she's not allowed to check the mailbox exactly. is that what's going on 
Because you're going to see that pink paper. You're going to see them file notices. You're going to see why the bank yeah. keeps reaching out. She has absolutely no idea. And then also, he, in his account, is thousands of dollars negative. Crazy. What kind of bank account that he got? That's what because I was. How? I didn't know you could go thousands under. I really didn't before they shut this shit down. It ain't Chase. <laughs> it it ain't sure Chase. hell ain't Chase. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those rich people bank accounts, like the ones that have good credit and everything. There's no way he has good credit. Why you say Not. that? Because if he's been doing this shit for years, because I think at a certain point he says he couldn't even remember the last time he sold a house. He did say that. So but he hasn't really been doing his job in ever. In years. And he's but, been lying, saying they have millions. So that yeah, means they probably like, spend like they have millions. But at the same time, he was money laundering. So he was getting money from that. I'm just saying. But he wasn't that good at it because he's always negative. He's always looking for one more job to like yeah. get the account back up. That's why he was only working with like small amounts and one person at a time. But I want to ask, why does he feel like, I think it, it just goes to show what type of relationship they had where he couldn't mm-hmm. even be honest with her. He had to lie to her. He had to try to keep up because he know if he ain't got no money, he ain't got no Porsche, you know? Right. But he, like, she, <laughs> she, um, she threw hot water on him over a dick job. I mean, <laughs> he can't share money situations with her. Like, <laughs> but they don't share shit with each other period so i want to take a moment and examine the relationship between portia and michael lord (laughs) so from what i can tell they probably met in college and he did have money to start before meeting her and this is why i say crystal you giving us information that we don't need like the baby and leaving out information that we do need, like how did he go broke in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't been selling houses. Right, he hasn't been, but he could. And that's the thing, right? He's doing this money laundering because it's quick money, which, okay, you know, criminal mindset, I got it, cool, it's quick and it's a lot of money. However, if you are doing this because you're trying to make sure other people look legitimate, the least you could do is sell a fucking house every once in a while. (laughs) There. Like, you ain't got your face on nobody's billboard. You ain't got your face in those little lawn signs up front talking about Michael sold this. Nothing. And so their relationship, I feel like, oh, I don't feel like it. I know. They don't love each other. They don't even like each no. other. No, I think he loves her. You do? I think he loves her. I think that's why he's trying to like keep up. And I think that's why he continues to stay in the game, you know? And um, he's a simp. He wants to keep her. He's definitely a simp. He is definitely yeah, a simp. Michael is, is honestly... Um, I think a textbook definition of a bitch ass yeah. nigga. Oh yeah. Like yeah. not only he's okay, he wants to protect her or make sure she has all the things. Okay, cool. But Michael is also a, a punk ass bitch. Yeah. Repeatedly in this book, he is punked by yeah. every single person who comes in t- contact Everybody. with him. 
while talking shit. He's like, don't come over here. I'm going to shoot you. And then next thing you know, he's hanging outside the window like Vanilla yeah. Ice and Suge Knight. Like, come on. Oh. <laughs> he's a bitch. Oh, the fact that, you know, his secretary had been hitting on him, been like, hey, trying to get at you. And he was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And so because of that, she was like not loyal to him at all. Like she sees that, oh boy, is, you know, threatening this dude and she's just like this is none of my business i'm just gonna walk oh, yeah. away and <laughs> yeah she everybody this way. is it tripped me up so what happened was you guys is um he's at work quote unquote work i don't even he don't be working but he's at the office and uh while he's there we we see deuce again um we never hear from j-dub again so again crystal didn't need that information okay. at all um, but Deuce comes back and it basically gets to be real nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga, nigga, nigga shit, quick, fast, in a hurry. Okay. okay. He's screaming, he's yelling, he has his person there, and eventually it ends up with him holding Michael by his ankles outside of the window of his office. Crazy. And Michael pisses on himself. They do make that very clear <laughs> that a scared Michael peed all over himself, which understandable if you hang me outside the window yeah. and myself too that's true i mean you can't be a man I, in that moment but for some reason michael comes out the window and is still talking shit like <laughs> you 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 revoked all privileges to talk shit you just can't <laughs> do it you can't get hit in the face and then be like yeah nigga, i'm gonna beat you up and you ain't got no teeth in your mouth like it doesn't work no it doesn't work yes, but yeah their relationship i find to be there's no redeeming quality to it right no at no point do they ever sincerely say i love you at no point do they like i said even say hi how are you without it turning into a, a knockdown fight. physical fight yeah so what is it that portia sees in michael because i'm just not money 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 she thinks he's rich she doesn't know Multiple he's broke. She grew up in the ghetto. She does not want to go back. Yeah, she don't want to go back to the projects. That's it? You think she's solely there for my So neither one of them really love yeah. each other. They're, she's a trophy. He's a trophy. That's it. Basically, I think he yeah. loved her, though. Why? Now, how are you getting know. that information? I don't know. I, I just, just feel it. <laughs> There's something about like the way he calls her bitch. I just... I just <laughs> no, but every time he talks about um his situation, he mentions her. He's like, oh my God, Portia will leave me or Portia will pistol. So he really has this deep fear that he's going. I don't know. I'm keep saying the same thing, but to me, that shows me that he it's more than just the surface level. Like he really has a even though she doesn't give a damn about him, he really has strong feelings for her. Okay. I think he thinks their relationship is okay. I don't think he sees a problem with that. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. I, I think he doesn't. He keeps her because he's trying to keep up, I guess, the appearances that he needs. Because I feel like he feels like if she leaves, then like the whole reason why he was in all this illegal mess in the first place is going to be for nothing. Because. Right. Yeah. Because when you look at the end of the book, you question whether or not, like, did he really love Portia? Because, you know, and see, not there yet. 
I wonder if it's because if it's just all one big giant competition, right? So we know straight up that Devin and Michael don't get along, but yeah. let's look at the opposite right. side, right? Devin, who is constantly cheating on uh, Kiana, says the same shit. Anytime he feels like he's in trouble, the first thing he does is go, I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my seed. And he brings up Kiana. <laughs> and then he turns around and fucks somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. oops, she fell on my dick. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I, do, I, I wonder if their, both of their relationships are just competitions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably because Devin like does constantly are. say, I think, I think both, I think both. Cause Devin, Devin does constantly bring up this whole, like, he just wants everything I have. He just wants everything mm. that I have, blah, blah, blah. And then Kiana. So if we're going to keep talking about the relationships between everyone, right. Then you got Kiana and Portia who are allegedly best friends, but anytime they're not in each other's face, they sitting there talking about that bitch ain't shit. She ain't this. She ain't that. The blah blah blah. Thing. They talk about each know. other like dogs in the back of the alley. If that's the definition of best friend, I don't want it. That's that's fine. I don't need. They're that. not friends, and I wonder if they ever were friends. And what is the point of keeping up this facade when they know they don't like each other? I think you might be onto something with the competitive part. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what keeps everyone around. So I don't know. Because we definitely see the competitive things because when they, um, after the gunfight, after the yeah. the hate fuck, um, after all this, the next day, Kiana and Portia decide to go shopping. And <laughs> they have this weird, it's a competition, right? Kiana's saying that, or Portia's saying that she doesn't want to dress a certain way. She doesn't want to wear um, all labels because she feels like Kiana is poor and her wearing Gucci is going to make her feel bad. So she has this moment where she purposely goes and puts on like old Navy uh, just because she thinks that's going to make Kiana feel better. Exactly. But then Kiana walk in wearing basically what Portia was about to wear Gucci shirt, Gucci belt, Gucci flip flops, just all soldier boy on uh, breakfast club <laughs> out. And she immediately is upset. She even says in her head, she's like, bitch, like, I, I don't get it. And then they go shopping and they're basically trying to see who can, um, they go shopping. Kiana takes a dip at, dig at her. Like, oh, you shop at outlets? Huh. <laughs> I thought you didn't worry about money, but I guess, girl, if you want to shop at an outlet, which I know I'm not that rich, but I thought outlets were okay. Thanks. Y'all shop at outlets? Sure do. First of all, outlets, sometimes they're still expensive. So I guess I'm just a cheap lady. But- <laughs> right. I thought even if you was rich, you still want to say you want a deal. Okay. When I was reading that, I was offended. First of all, no, I was like, oh, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> How dare I go to an outlet exactly. and look poor? Like, if I can save $50, I'm going to save $50. That don't make no sense to me. It just seems so rude. But they're doing this. They're going back and forth. And then when Portia's cards get declined, she loses her whole fucking mind. Yeah, she does. That was good for her. 
You think she needed to lose her mind? She needed her cards to. Cl- she needs to be humbled. Yeah. But this she bitch ain't humble. Full of herself. Yeah, it's very that. true. I think she's definitely full of herself, and for no real reason. Yeah. It seems like her business really isn't good. I question her makeup skills because she's only talked to two clients, <laughs> uh, and and done nobody's makeup, and she's just doing weddings every here and there. She's not getting money like that. No. And I can't imagine that she's just selling makeup like that because no one knows who you are. No, no one buys undiscovered makeup brands. And the brands. fact that she doesn't have a working card outside of her husband, it's like right. You don't have your own business your card. card, exactly. Where's your shit? <laughs> where's your money? Yeah. If anything, you should know how much money you have since y'all yeah. are keeping accounts separate. So where's your money? Yeah. Now that you say that, I, I wonder about that. Like, why didn't she save face when she was at the store? So really, she doesn't have money herself either. She don't have exactly. no money either. She got enough to get Chick-fil-A on the way home. That's what she got. <laughs> <laughs> she got enough to get that spicy, crispy sandwich and go on home. Mm-hmm. But she has this meltdown, and that's what leads them to um, going back. She has this meltdown. She's like, you people are trying to embarrass me, all this other stuff. Have y'all ever had y'all's card declined in a store? I mean, uh, yeah, a few times. Been there. More than once, absolutely. Uh-huh. And was your reaction to basically blow the place up and be like, you trying to embarrass me because I'm black? Ah. <laughs> it's very Khalees. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Portia is extreme in every way. Like this character is just such an extreme person. Yeah. Um, but no, my reaction was mine. It's it is. Hold, okay, let me make a phone call. I'll be back. If I make right. a phone call and it ain't there, I'm gonna slob my way out the act like he was never there. <laughs> okay, slide out the back oh, door. <laughs> it's to me, or it's like for me, because that has that has happened to me before. Where I'm like, you know what? I guess that just meant I wasn't meant to have it. Now I can go back and check my card. Yeah. There's money there. But at this point, I left. Like I, I'm gone. I'm not even gonna try. Um, bye and she has a full-blown flip out and that's what brings her she's like i'm gonna go to michael's work and we gonna figure out why i ain't got no money this is what confused i think this is the point where i just got confused this mirrors the dream right yeah it starts to mirror the dream right Mm -hmm. she it starts to mirror the dream that we had at the very beginning but you remember when i said i always notice shit that's not supposed that's not supposed to be what my focus is (laughs) So she shows up at his work. He just came out of the window from being held upside down by Deuce in the window. They've made a point of saying he pissed on himself. Yes. She shows up, walks in the office. Ain't nobody going to say shit about his pissy ass pants. Nobody. Nobody's bringing it up. Nobody. And the guy just left and it was just like, whatever. Yeah. And then he tried to give her money. Remember, Deuce tried to give her money talking yeah. about, oh, here you go. And she, dumbass, was going to take it. So at no point was she like, hey, Michael, when you get home, let me talk to you for a second. Why is your pants pissy? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Why did he try to give me money? Why did Angelique just quit in the middle of the day? Like, none of that crossed her mind at any point in time. So much so to the fact that when she got home and found out how broke they were, he showed up and she still didn't ask him about them pissy ass pants. He had those <laughs> pants on for at least four hours. 
if this is something that bothers do you guys notice with deuce we still never under he the first time we meet him he says hey um basically i'm just introducing myself but you're gonna work for me right and then he leaves mm-hmm. the second time we meet him he's hanging him out the window and threatening him again but then he leaves at no point in time does deuce ever say look this is what i need you to do but he keeps saying it has to be done asap because the feds are looking at him but what nigga like what do you want me to do you, you know ain't giving me no Briggs, money why? you ain't sending no emails nothing you know miss Briggs, she has no idea what exactly needs to be done that's why she didn't put it in the book <laughs> she was just like and criminal stuff she should have interviewed like real i guess money laundering people what do we call them i don't even know yeah but- criminals and shit. Well, i don't yeah. know but yeah real real people who have done fraud real people who have money laundered at I mean, no point in time does anyone say what they want you know to fairness there's at least five grammatical errors in this book do you really feel at like least at least i'm gonna say <laughs> 10 for 10 minimum once we hit chapter 20 it's like she was like i gotta finish the book in 15 minutes i got 15 right. minutes to finish writing this shit <laughs> just go clack <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot now it's a lot better than a lot of books that i've read thus far where they just have full-blown run-on sentences no paragraphs no periods no nothing or they have a whole chapter that's one sentence Someone told me Jaquavius right like that. Ja- Jaquavia or something. I forgot. I've Even seen that name come up. Yeah, Jaquavius. I don't know. Yeah. But it's way more than five, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is, like I said, this is the point where I completely was just kind of like, I don't know. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, for real. I fell asleep reading one chapter three times. <laughs> had to read it again three times and let me tell you what happened in that chapter no idea no idea no idea which one? Oh, god i think chapter 20 i fell asleep like three times <laughs> like i found myself just like and then i woke up and i was like damn i'm still on this page mm. what am damn me but yeah so at no point in time does Actually, this back, let me back up because I want to keep talking about Kiana and Portia. Now, we've already established or it's been told to us that they're like sisters to each other. They're best friends. Um, they just haven't talked in a while because Kiana had a baby and they live in a different city. So we've established that they're best friends, but we also established that they hate each other with a passion. Now, the reason why Michael brought them there was to talk to Portia about her dreams. Like, why is she having these dreams or nightmares, should we say? Like, see what's going on with her. At no point in time in any part of this book do they ever ask Portia about her dreams. Yeah, you're right. Because they didn't have time to. Which means they didn't have time to. they had to they had to drive to the poor people outlets that's a conversation they had eat breakfast in the morning conversation at no point in time does anyone say portia what's up with your dreams no maybe maybe it's because of what we find out in the end no (laughs) no they didn't know the future they're not raving 
<laughs> I can gaze into the future. <laughs> like at no point in time do they oh, I'm, I'm trying to trying to help. Does you. anyone discuss the reasons why they have all been brought together? Because yeah. the moment they're all brought together, it just turns into this tumultuous everybody fighting, you know, four person cage match WWE. <laughs> Because we never fully understand why Kiana thinks Devin is cheating on her so much outside of he didn't answer a question once. Like we know as the readers, we know because we saw the text or whatever, but she at no point she's threatening divorce and I'm going to divorce you and divorce, divorce, divorce. And she keeps saying, well, I know you doing something, but I don't know what. And that's her reasoning for divorce. So everything that Crystal sets up in this book, we never get the explanation for, ever. Not once, not even a hint of explanation. It's not a well-written story. No. This book feels a lot like you were sitting around at the beauty salon and someone was like, girl, did you hear about Portia? And they was like, what? And then- That was it. (laughs) Insert pieces of story. Insert pieces of story. Not the whole story, but just enough that you can sit underneath the dryer and be like, well, that was interesting. Yeah, she That's should, it. you should, um, I mean, if the author ever watches this, you know, um, Tiff, <sighs> you shouldn't write another book. You know, I can't believe she made it to part two. And I feel like that's something that I've realized a lot, especially with these like, you know, hood novels or whatever you want to call them. They all have sequels to them for no reason and no one just writes a book like no one just sits down and is like i'm gonna write a book with a storyline and a plot and a b plot from start to finish no one well true to the game like the those those you know if we if we go back to the original hood books they had some real storylines and a lot of character development like you know what That's i'm saying true. went to Santiago, santiago she was a very well yeah character um that's true the dude from true to the game i forgot the muslim dude everybody liked mm. but fuquan i don't know something yeah but these were like really you know well thought out characters with a great great storyline to the point where you know people wanted to make movies right uh, the new hood books <laughs> no like it's just the basics no. of storytelling are nowhere near nowhere no. near here and I'm not, and I say it all the time, I am not a writer. I don't write books like that. Like, you know what I mean? I might write a script, I might write a sketch, but I don't write books, but I know something good when I read it. Yeah. And this it, is just confusing. Yeah. I, I can't even visualize what's going on because it's so unrealistic. It's like. Yeah. It's crazy. so realist, unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, I do find it interesting that, there's always someone when you read the um the comments on books or something there are people who are like yo this was the best book i ever read it spoke to me it reminded me of my life and i'm like what are you doing why is this your life you don't have to live this way you don't have to but no defense when people relate to something they're gonna hype it up a lot more even if it's structurally not um there like like, someone is speaking to my experience and so of course they're gonna hype it up it's just a natural human nature 
But how? You can anybody relate? But okay, all right. I don't want to bash right? it. Yeah, we read it. We can't bash it, and we done read the whole book. I mean, yes, the hell we can't. That's what the book club. <laughs> so these people are all abusive, right? They're all abusive, and then the relationships themselves are extremely abusive. There was a point in time where Michael, while having yet another argument, he felt like these people should be hoarse all day from screaming <laughs> and he says that if you aren't going to be the wife i married you for then there's no need for us to still be together now now that we know fast forward um i'm just gonna tell everybody in the book right now um some stuff happened in between and then we find out that the person who's pregnant by my best friend's husband is actually kiana kiana's yep. baby also known as the ape is michael's yep yep um what a twist Ooh, we, we knew it was gonna be one of y'all like yana was the normal one she was only you know remember right. like, yeah so if he said i'm only gonna what's the point of me marrying you if you're not gonna marry uh what you're for like if you're not gonna do the functions that i told you to this controlling statement is shared basically between both Devin and Michael and both of their relationships and all four of their relationships because it seems like they would be a great polyamorous couple since they all fucking each other (laughs) without knowing it but yeah it seems like it would be a great polyamorous uh relationship do you think that Michael and Devin only really wanted wives for the whole traditional housewife thing like they just wanted a barefoot and pregnant, where's my slippers, have my meals done relationship. Because they think- act like they don't. And then they turn around and do shit, everything in this book. Yeah. Could could you see yourself being that woman? <laughs> could you see yourself being the traditional housewife? A traditional? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't. Really? so long as it's to a guy that is worth being a traditional housewife too absolutely i could do it just stay at home no work she said am i gonna hold on (laughs) well that's the real answer so yeah i do say i'm like damn i just want to like can i just sleep you know right but no long term it's not fun i've tried it it wasn't at what point how long into the into the attempt at being a traditional wife were you just like nigga i'm bored i can't just be here (laughs) three years oh oh nice so you gotta so what made you realize that it wasn't for you yeah i mean who want to be home talking themselves i need to talk to grown-ups like this is not it you know (laughs) that's why you see during the days when your kids are at work yeah and you go to like um uh what, what do moms Here. do <laughs> no no uh you go to the grocery store and you spend no. too much time like it's boring after a while <laughs> you go to yoga at 11 o'clock yeah, you go to yoga and pilates with the machines yes. so fancy yeah no you guys i i know it probably looks fun on tv but no that's boring the only housewives i've seen on tv are from atlanta and that shit don't look fun at all they don't look fun at uh they look like especially since they're not married um 
None of them. And when they are, they're <laughs> well, the, the primary Yeah, Candy's married, and um, but she's uh, not traditional. No, not at all. Exactly. Not at all. And so is Cynthia. Cynthia's Cynthia's married too. She's kind of a more traditional. She is. She thinks she worked, but she don't. Let's she don't work. She, you know, she has like projects. That's the kind of housewife I want to be. I want to be the one to be like, ah, oh, presenting my new project. And it goes absolutely nowhere. And it's completely it's like totally care. You want to be a housewife with projects. Okay. <laughs> you just want to develop a makeup line that goes nowhere. Design some no, pillows. I'll be, no, I'll be that housewife that would put on like monthly mommy and me comedy shows that's cute i like that so you <laughs> would be like an influencer mom you would be that mom that's oh, your job cool. is tiktok sign me up <laughs> yes. okay, okay. i'll be jerry seinfeld's wife like she'd be on instagram just like blogging. jerry seinfeld's like wife relatable. well he's huh? really rich so you said jerry seinfeld's wife yeah, because she's like a blogger. She's an influencer blogger lady. And like oh. she, of course, is all nice and neat. And, and, you know, like, it's like you're not relatable, girl, but we see you are trying to do this because you're bored. And that's the kind of person I want to be. Like, I just do things because I have nothing else to do. But would you be one of those traditional people who, quote unquote, are traditional, who actually just have a nanny and they're not really doing anything? Oh, that's yeah, I'll do that too. Uh huh. I want that life. I'll have that nanny. Yeah, sign me up. I used to have a joke where I would say that I would want, if I was going to be a traditional like type housewife, I would want to be one of those housewives that are so rich that I'd never see my kids unless I'm transferring planes to their next boarding school. Or, you know, my only job is going to charity functions and not donating anything. Like that's what, it's the only way I would do it. Oh my goodness. Uh, I would be like Mariah Carey if I if I was wealthy. Just I would um, I wouldn't do anything. Mariah oh. Carey works still. She works. She does. When was the last time there. Mariah Carey worked? This bitch don't even walk up <laughs> her own stairs. Like oh, come on now. They would be That's carrying her. <laughs> they be carrying her ass around like she just <laughs> uh, quadriplegic. <laughs> If you're gonna get like the 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 luxe life of Mariah Carey, it would be so much cooler if you just you know what it, you, just got into you know what to in her defense, I did read her book, her memoir. Uh-huh. Okay. She really doesn't like to move around on stage because when she was younger, her aunt, her black aunt from the black side of the family, um, made of fun of her and was like, "Well, you ain't get that from our side because she saw her dancing." So now she's very like subconscious about how she looks when she's dancing. So that's why she has some. But characters. we all know, yeah, no, we all know Mariah Carey can't dance. We saw the Honey video. So there was a part in this book that I really oh. wanted to point out because it was funny okay. to me. Okay, and all this stuff is going on, whatever. So Kiana is super uh, cautious, uh, curious about Devin and if he's cheating on her, right? So there's this moment where Portia is gonna like uh, go to a hotel with Michael in their own house, it's so weird. Go to a hotel with Michael so they can like rekindle or something. This is after she finds out how broke they are. She's lying, right? And she was just gonna leave uh, Kiana and Devin in the house by themselves, right? So everyone can cool off. And so 
we also know that she's been having trouble um like with her uh or no she's still healing from from birth so she's not supposed to be having sex or anything yet they have this moment let me just read what it said because this is what made me think that when i was like i remember this i remember this so they say uh there's one more thing i need to do she told them come to the room she directed him he smiled about time you let a nigga off you let a nigga get off in that which also why are you talking to your wife like that like yeah, like she's yeah. some sort of hulk, side hoe like oh um <laughs> it's about time you let a nigga off in that she says nah i'm not about to let you get off in this in this shit but you about to let a bitch smell your dick she advised he stood there for a brief moment she took it that he didn't register what he meant do you guys remember about six seven years ago there is a song by this like nobody rapper named risque r-i-s-k-a-y risque and it was a song called smell yo dick that's what this made me think of. I was like, hold up. So Crystal was listening to Smell Your Dick on Spotify and was like, let me write this shit in real quick. What the because I totally forgot about that song. I even back then and even reading this now, I was like, that seems like a crazy ass concept. Has anyone ever been like, I'm gonna smell his dick? No. Have you ever smelled your husband's dick? (laughs) (laughs) For the purpose of checking? No, Uh, that's weird. I feel like that's that's extra, right? Like, let me smell you. You already think he's cheating. Why do you need to smell his dick? Yeah. It's fucking gross. You smell it like it's a sushi roll. What the fuck? So to wrap up what's going on, you guys, ever since after Smell Your Dick, they argue a lot. I don't really know what's going on. I've literally forgotten every chapter up until <laughs> now because there's nothing memorable nothing. except for the Smell Your Dick and the time that he wiped his cum across Portia's face has happened. That nothing. was so random so fucking random random. but at a certain point we learn we meet up again we learn that devin is in on the fbi finding out about michael but again this is not explained because why you don't work there you just know somebody somebody yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's friends with someone who's also terrible at their job you just don't tell people you investigating other folks yeah 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 (laughs) Like someone fire Agent Caldwell now. <laughs> he's terrible at his job, but he's like helping them at, for something. But I really don't know what he's helping them for. Or how he's helping him, or how exactly? Yeah. It's again not clear. But we do know that at the end of this book, Do shows up after she gets out of the hospital. Oh yeah, 
she goes to the hospital because they had a fight and then she got knocked out. So now they at the hospital. Acting, you are the these white people's worst fucking thing. A nurse asked you how you are. You like, bitch, get the fuck out of my fucking hospital room. I they should have kicked them out immediately. Okay. Honestly, the, the, this these people are embarrassing. Just flat out yeah. fucking embarrassing. But when they get home, Deuce shows up and again i don't really know what he wants he hands him a briefcase and was like launder this which i feel like he could have done this at work why did you need to do it right then do says he knows that the feds are watching both of them so again why at this point if you know for a fact everybody is watching your movements why are you making moves it's stupid makes no sense and broad fucking the sun is still out and why are you coming yourself personally? Why, why are you coming you yourself? That van ain't never left from across the street. So <laughs> why would you do like everyone in this book is terrible at crime and crime is their job. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is terrible at crime, but he shows up in the middle of fucking day with a briefcase full of money. And then out of nowhere, the feds just show up and they say, we're not here to arrest you. We just want to talk then why the fuck are you there with the rest of the SWAT team? And then Michael, being the little punk-ass bitch that he is, says, I'm not going to jail, and then shoots himself in the head. Yeah. While Kiana goes, no. Baby daddy. No, baby. <laughs> no. Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> that's literally how the book ends, you guys. That's it. It just says, to be continued. Are you reading part two? That is my question for you guys, because <laughs> when it comes to these books that have multiple books, multiple chapters, whatever series, whatever sagas, whatever you want to call them, um, we start off with the first book. And so this one was the first one. There's only two. Pregnant by my best friend's husband, part one. Pregnant for my, by my best friend's husband, part two. Also, the last six chapters of this book, again, it just feels like she was like, I got 15 minutes. This book yeah, is due at 1.30. I gotta hurry up. So we've read the first book. The only way I'm reading this book is if we get a unanimous, uh, a majority answer. Uh, Latoya, would you read part two of Pregnant by My Best Friend's Husband after you've completed this? I don't, I don't even feel comfortable calling it a book. What book? Ah! This um. This long ass conversation you overheard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I mean, okay, you have read a book. <laughs> you better find the answer, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes because I don't like incomplete stories. Not because it was a good storyline, because I'm really holding out hope that she's gonna make sense for a plot. Yes. So 32 chapters, no plot. You still want to go up to the next one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Catch you reading the second part? Are you reading I book mean, two? I already, I already got it in my Kindle library. So. <laughs> yeah. But I asked you if you was going to read it. I got a lot of shit in mind. Too. <laughs> Are you going oh, to read yeah, it? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I, 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 what? I, I, yes. Because here's the thing. Okay, oh, I started crazy. It. It still doesn't, hey, can I hear me out? It still doesn't make sense 
yet. But the thing is, when like I spend time on something, I need to know how it ends. I just have Y'all gonna to be disappointed as fuck. Y'all gonna huh? be disappointed as fuck. Me There's too, no end. Baby. There's no end. So here's my question then. Would you recommend this book? Not this, not the, just this one. Latoya, would you recommend this book to someone? I wouldn't. No. At no. all. No. Even though you're about to read a second one. <laughs> okay, no. I don't want to waste nobody's time and then they get invested and now they're reading the second one trying to find a plot that never may it doesn't exist. happen. Would you recommend this book, Catch? Okay, so here's when I would normally know, but here's the situation <laughs> when I would recommend someone read the book. If there's someone that says, hey, I'm just trying to listen slash read to some mess that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Good point. I'd be like, oh, I got the perfect selection for you right here. And that's when I would recommend it. Do people often come up to you and say, hey, Ketchy, can you just recommend some garbage for me to read? (laughs) (laughs) I would rather recommend someone read an instruction manual from Ikea before they read this shit. But you know what? It's free. Yeah. It is true. It is free 99, you guys. So if you want to understand what we are trying to understand, the best way to do it is to just read the book. I personally would not recommend this book and I'm not reading the second one. Absolutely oh. not. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I need to know. Okay. I need but overall, to know. I think we can know, we can all say overall, but if, okay, if you had to rate this book one to five, five being the best score, one being a score, <laughs> where would you rate this book? Latoya's holding up a zero. Zero. Okay. You can oh. use decimal points. <laughs> you can use Zero. half points. Negative. <laughs> negative. Okay. Can I go into the negatives? I would rate it a negative five. The first one. But the first one, I would say a negative five because it was a total waste of time. I can't disagree with you. I, can I tell you what can I rank I it? it? Yes. I give it. <laughs> give it a three and you are so nice you are so nice you are so nice i I appreciate something between one and five yes let me explain even though there's no story structure the thing is i appreciate someone that took the time to write the mess that gave me a reaction because I was like, did I just read this bullshit? And I did that a lot. And I got to admit, I was also entertained at the fact that there was no plot line. I love the fact that I could be like, well, why did she put that in there? It let me feel like a legit book critique. Book critique. Okay. <laughs> book critique. <laughs> and because it gave me a security complex for exactly four hours i gave it a three wow wow i know i am with latoya and i'm gonna give this book i'm not gonna give it a negative i'm gonna give this book a point two (laughs) on the scales on the re on the reading rainbow scale of interesting i'm gonna give this book a point two this just got to but fly in the theme song you just but that's it 
I I couldn't recommend this book. I couldn't in in full faith and love recommend this book unless I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the time to recommend the book when you're trying to be funny. It's so a, it's, it's a joke book. Yeah. April Fool's, you know, gift. You gift it to somebody on April 1st. Right. And wow. also people can you can be like, oh, like you can't imagine the types of things that get written out here. Here's one example, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I had more fun watching the Jenny Jones episode that this book is named after than I did reading this. Um, it, it truly just became muffled shit after chapter 13. Just a bunch of muffled yells and bitch and nigga and motherfucker and fights. And you have, and I, and I, I'm with catchy in the sense that I respect her because she had this dream and she had this idea that she wanted to be an author and she did it. She's doing it. She has multiple books underneath her belt. But if this is any, any, any indication of any other book that she has, I cannot in good faith say that Crystal Briggs is a good writer. No. Oh, I no can't. one said that. <laughs> <laughs> no one said Anybody that. can write, this proves that anybody can write a book in 2021. This is definitely motivation. If anything, this book is motivation. If you feel bad about yourself, if you're like, I've always wanted to be a writer. I just, you know, I don't feel like I have the tools. I don't feel like I have the the stories or, or anything like that. I would definitely recommend reading any yeah. book um, on it from, from this book club that we have coming up in the year because I have a feeling that these books are all the motivation that you need to prove that you don't need school or English degree. Okay or exp life experience you can just write some shit yeah and hey she she accomplished something um and i i cannot knock her down for that yeah. right i can't i and cannot do that say, she gets to say she writes she's written 10 books i have not written 10 books exactly i ain't, I I ain't even write. wrote a page so <laughs> i cannot knock her for that but other than that you guys we have finished pregnant by my best friend's husband by miss biggs aka crystal briggs it's been a journey it's been a journey and apparently y'all gonna torture yourselves a little bit more and read the rest of this book so if you read the rest of the book definitely reach out to me let us know what happens if anything happens if i'll put in a group call it a day i'm probably gonna be like the last chapter read the first chapter and the last like, chapter okay. call it a day I mean, it makes, it's probably the most efficient plan. So before we end, you guys, let's go ahead and let everybody know where we can find each other. Latoya, where can we find you and your podcast? So you can find us on Instagram for now, just Instagram, wine underscore red underscore thoughts. Um, and that's red, like, like reading, like R-E-A-D. So everybody knows. Yes, like red, read. Yes, not R-E-D-R-E-A-D. -E yes, exactly. Nice. And uh, what's you said on Instagram? What's the handle again? Wine underscore red R E A D underscore thoughts. Got it. Catch. Where yeah. can we find you? You got any shows? Any clubs? What's going on? You can find me every Sunday at the Big Uneasy Comedy Hour at the Hi Ho Lounge. It's an open mic. If you're ever in New Orleans, come on down. Ooh, yeah, um, baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then. <laughs> also find me on social media everywhere at happy black chick 
And that's on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. You guys follow me, Rachel Hall is Funny, the host, your HBIC of the HNBC. Um, make sure you, you follow me. And then also follow the book club, all right? Follow Hood Novel Book Club on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We have a group on Facebook as well, so you can join that. And you can also go check out um, hoodnovelbookclub.com. Again, that's Hood Novel Book Club. You get it? You see what I did there? Bookclub.com. You can see, you can find all the old episodes that we have up. And also you can learn about what book is next. You guys, for the month of May, we got some show, We got some books coming up. All right. The month of May, you thought this was fun. Next book we have, He Played Me, based on a true story. Hmm. I miss LB coming up in May. And in June, we're reading They want you dead an illuminati novel oh my god so <laughs> you know how niggas love illuminati we just love the illuminati so check us out for both of those until next time again like follow rate review subscribe all that jazz and we will see you in may peace niggas this is an area code podcast